Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. So today I noticed that when I play my new 12-string guitar, I needed a whole new tool to be able to do so. So a little bit of background here before we get into why this matters at all, even if you're not a guitar player, just so that you understand where this is coming from, is there's a device, a little little piece of hardware that guitar players tend to use, not all, but most have one in their in their bag. It's called a capo. And it's a little clamp that's usually often spring-loaded, not always spring-loaded. And you squeeze it, and it, it opens up, and then you put it across the neck of the guitar, and then you let go. And what it does is it compresses all of the strings right behind a fret. And effectively, what that means is it it's making them shorter. <clears throat> so normally, when you play a guitar, you have the entire length of the guitar if you aren't using a capo. But if you clamp a capo one fret down or two frets down, then you're you're changing the key by one step or one half step. And when you do that, then the pitch is higher and it just changes the way that the song sounds, but it also makes it more compatible with somebody's voice, which is something that I quite haven't quite figured out yet how to match, you know, the, the pitch of a song to a voice because you can play the exact same song. It just, it just sounds a little different. It's higher pitched. It's some songs sound better in some keys than others. And a capo is a quick way to, just say, if I'm never going to go higher than this particular fret, if I want everything to be brought up in pitch, then you just clamp a capo on and, and there you go. And so I play uh, a six a six string guitar. Normally, I actually have several six six string guitars. And and so I got used to using my capo and I'm, I'm real comfortable with that. But then I saw, um, of all things, my mom has a painting of a guy playing a guitar and it I was looking at it, I was like, oh, that's a 12-string guitar. And I, I knew they existed. I thought that that was kind of cool, the idea of a 12-string, but I'd never really thought of it in terms of my attempting to play one or learning one until I saw this painting, which I had seen before, and I liked the painting. And I thought, you know, I, I'm far enough along, I should learn to play a 12-string guitar. And so I began a little bit of research, and I learned that it's actually not much harder to play if you're playing with a pick, like especially if you're strumming, it's not any harder really once you're accomplished to fret the exact same strings in the exact same ways, the exact same chord shapes as you would in a six string. But the difference is that there are two, rather than being six single strings, it's six pairs of strings. Just a little bit more detail here before I get to this so that you understand where I'm going, is in the top four strings, the top four pairs on a 12-string guitar, the there's a thick string and there's a thin one. And the reason is because they're different, they're they're an octave apart. So they're both going to be, for instance, E, if they're you know picked open, that's an E, but then the one right next to it is a higher E. It's also an E, but it's an octave apart. Now, the reason that any of this matters is that while playing a 12-string guitar, if it's 
if all the strings are open, meaning there's no capo, if that's basically the same, and there are other nuances, but in general, it just creates this bigger, bolder, brighter sound than a six string if you play the same basic stuff. It just makes it bigger. And you're like, wow, that's two guitars playing at once because that's kind of what it is. So when I got my 12 string and I started playing and I was like, yeah, this is totally true. If I just want to strum it, it's great. And I'm not great at picking with a pick, but I wanted to learn that because it's a lot harder to finger pick those and started playing with that. But there was a problem and it was it didn't sound quite as big and bright as it was supposed to. In the videos, I did a lot of research and I kind of learned like what are the principles and what are the limitations and what aren't the limitations and what are the best practices and what are the best songs for 12 strings. Um, Just as a side note, Horse With No Name by America is possibly the easiest song ever. And it's it was played on a 12 string. And so I immediately started and I'm like, really, is this all there is to it? This is absurd. This isn't any fun to do because it's just the same two shapes over and over and they're really simple. But With all that said, there were songs that I wanted to do on the 12 string. So Hotel California, for instance, is, you know, usually played on a 12 string and it sounds awesome on a 12 string and way cooler than it does on a six string, but it's capoed at the seventh fret. So it's way up the neck. And so I went and I used my, my capo because a capo is a capo. And that that's when I really got it because that far up the neck, I was like, okay, well, there's something clear here. I'm picking individual notes and it doesn't sound right. Did a little bit more research and apparently you need a different capo for a 12 string guitar, or at least I did with my guitar and my ability and whatever else I had going on. The other, the capos that you want for 12 strings are tighter. And so what they're able to do is, well, and they're usually adjustable. You can adjust it, you can make it real tight and that will squeeze the big, thick, fat string, as well as the little string next to it. And what was happening before was my capo wasn't strong enough. It would compress the thick one, but then it wasn't, it didn't have enough compressive force to also get the small one because the the big one was in the way. Switching to a tighter capo was 15 bucks. And suddenly it was like this instrument came alive. And the lesson here is the right tools for the job. But the sub lesson is Look at what it took was just to switch to tools and it made all this difference in the world. That's, I think, the real key is that this wasn't, I didn't have to do anything different. All I needed was to switch a tool. It was like if you were great at something, if you were mediocre at something, and then there was a button you could push. And then after that button was pushed, suddenly you were great at it. I mean, that's what it felt like. Not that I'm great, but that it did make all the difference that was possible to be made in terms of those strings sounding clear and crisp rather than muted and buzzy. And this is to me a lesson of like, what tools aren't we seeing? So first of all, the whole idea of little differences matter before we even get to the tool is that, you know, the difference wasn't huge. It wasn't like it sounded absolutely terrible when I was playing with the other cable. It just didn't sound great. And so that's a little detail, but details are what everything is made of. I mean, sorry to feel very 101 about this, but it's absolutely true. You could say, well, that's just one little thing. But what if all the little things weren't weren't working? You know, they're all little things. Life is made up of little things. Art is made up of little things. It's where you choose to, you know, put an element. It's how the order of words you choose. It's the specific words you choose. It's the length of a sentence. It's the 
all these little tiny things end up making a difference. A character's name can make a big difference. I read a book once where the character is named Joe. And I was like, for that book, it was, it just made him seem unnecessarily boring. There are plenty of places where Joe can work, but that's my point. It was this subtle little thing. And so any detail that you can fix will improve your art because it's a, it's a, a cumulative thing. But then, you know, going to the actual tool, remembering that one size doesn't usually fit all. You know, I'm always adapting different narrative techniques for my stories. Some want to be written in first person, present tense, and that's a tool. It's one I didn't use for a long time. I thought, well, if I want to tell a story, I can tell anything in third person, past tense, and that's the brush that I'm comfortable with. I'm comfortable using that particular tool. But no, once I shift it, it's like, oh, this is a whole new thing. And knowing more tools just gives you a bigger toolbox to draw from. It allows you to do more stuff. And isn't art about innovation? Isn't art about trying to find the ways that we can get the best out of what we have, but but not being afraid to experiment? Like we want to be able to experiment. We want to enjoy the process of experimenting. And so this capo thing to me just says, what else is there out there that I haven't thought of that might be just like a push button thing? It might be, what if I just tried this with my existing skill? What if I just made this one chance, this one choice to employ something that I haven't employed before? And it might end up making all the difference in the world. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com, as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book, if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.